Good morning, beautiful people. I'm Jamie Filer, personal trainer and self-development coach. Welcome to your Monday morning mindset shift, where I'm going to teach you how to take what you're thinking and make it better. The glass is always half full, my friends. Today's shift is this. How to improve your self-esteem by improving your self-concept. And as you can see, we're building, right? Two weeks ago, we did a a training, a Sunday sermon on uh, self-worth. Last week, it was, or two weeks ago, rather, it was on how your beliefs are shaped by your self-worth. And now we're going into self-esteem. So before we dive into the three elements, um, self-concept is an overarching idea of who we are. So we have self-concept. That's on physically, emotionally, spiritually, socially. How do you define yourself? But here's the thing, it can grow, it can evolve, it can change as we get older, as we get more mature, as we go through more experiences, as we gain more knowledge about ourselves, right? It's multidimensional and it can be broken down into these individual aspects. Self-concept is related to self-esteem, self-worth, self-image, self-ideal, all of it. So What are kind of the three different categories, if I were to break this down for you? The first one is your super self, your self-ideal. If you were a superhero, this is who you'd be. It is the perfect version of you, how you think about yourself in your best form. So it's not a perfect human. It's It's who is Natalie when she's at her best, when she's the best possible wife she can be and the best possible mom she can be, right? So it's like an alter ego, but achievable, right? Beyonce and Sasha Fierce, Kobe and the Black Mamba are the same person. Kobe's just, well, unfortunately, RIP, right? Kobe was at his best when he was the Black Mamba. So it's not any different than who you are. It's just the elevated version of yourself. So I want you guys to start thinking of your super self and your self ideal after this call. When your goals, your hopes, your dreams actualize, who do you become? I want you to write down these qualities. I want you to have these things in writing. I want you to have a reference point. I want you to use as many adjectives as you can think of. Uh, I remember when I did this exercise, I was using words like iconic. I want to be an icon in the LGBTQ community. Uh, I use legendary, but I also use magnetic because I want to have a magnetic personality, passionate, world's best trainer, world's best wife, right? This is my super self. So It's not just things you love about yourself right now, but it's also things and characteristics and qualities you might admire in others. Maybe there's someone in your life you know who has courage that you don't have, bravery, um, tenacity. You really just respect the fact that when they say they're going to do something, they freaking go after it, whole heart, open mind, clear head. Then we have the self-image, self-efficacy. This is the way you see yourself on the inside. This is surface level. This is how you actually are. This is you looking in a mirror, right? For better or worse, 
the way you see yourself on the inside determines your performance on the outside. That's true, right? That's why I always ask slash beg you guys to talk to yourself in a positive manner because the results that you get then circle back to how you feel about yourself. So if you say, oh my God, I just, I can't get the hang of macros. It's not going to happen for me. Guess what? You're going to get shitty results in the kitchen and maybe on your check-in form, which is going to lead to C, I told you I was shitty at macros and I can't do this nutrition thing, which leads to results. And then you become, but if we change how we're talking to ourselves, like, man, macros are challenging, but I'm smart. I can figure them out. It's just math, right? And then we get great results and then we start feeling more competent and we gain confidence, right? And it's all amazing. But it all starts with how you see yourself on the inside. It all starts with how you, how you see yourself in the mirror, how you talk to yourself, okay? And we, we, we talked about this when we were going through self-worth. If the thought that precedes the action is negative, then you're going to get, right, negative thought, negative action, negative habits, negative self-image. Because now you're just someone who always fails their diet. But again, you can be someone who always rises to the occasion. When I give you a harder training program, when Asia gives you a harder training program, you're someone who. That's just your self-image, right? So for this one, when you're taking notes, when you're writing things down, how do you see yourself currently with where you're at? And just remember that loop, how you see yourself, how you talk to yourself, the actions you do, the person you become, which leads to how you talk to yourself even more. It deter- the, Your thoughts de- de- determine the course of your feelings and actions, and then subsequently actions loop back to feelings. Then we have your self-esteem. One minus two equals three. So your self, your your ideal self minus your self-image equals your self-esteem. So think of this again as like a, a, the difference between, okay? If your self-image is, if you're, sorry, so many words. If your ideal self is up here, but the way you see yourself is down here, that's a really large gap in your self-esteem, right? But if your ideal self is here and the way you see yourself, your confidence, how you talk to yourself is here, that's a small gap in your self-esteem. That's nothing we can't fix with a little Mel Robbins, right? That's nothing we can't fix with uh, taking a James Clear masterclass and feeling really good about being consistent, right? So your self-esteem is your perception of your own worth and value. Um, According to Carl Rogers, a famous psychologist, a person with a healthy self-concept also has a healthy and congruent self-image and ideal self, which the closer we are, the more aligned we are equals healthy self-esteem, which is living up to your potential. That is essentially the definition of self-esteem. You have great self-esteem when we take your self-image and make it yourself ideal, right? Now, granted, your self-esteem is influenced by nature and nurture, right? Biological and environmental factors. We could have bullies that lower our self-esteem. We could have parents 
that lower our self-esteem. We could unfortunately have significant others that do the same, but again, it's also um, influenced by your self-concept. I can talk myself into becoming the person that the bully says I'm not. I can talk myself into being the person my mom said I'd never become. With a healthy self-esteem, an individual can create their own confidence, a positive outlook, and a realistic evaluation of their thoughts, their strengths, and their weaknesses. So again, the goal here is to be more congruent. The goal here is to bring your self-image up to the place where your self-ideal is, which equals an amazing self-esteem. So how to improve, how to be more congruent. There are so many different areas of your life, right? And I'm not going to put all of you guys in a box, but here are four big ones. Academic, right? Your success or failure in school, we could also say professional, right? If you're taking a course, you're going back to school, amazing, good for you. We could also have your professional confidence, your success or failure at your job. Then your affect, your awareness of emotional states. A lot of us are working on just being better humans, right? But that also means when we're around people, asking better questions, right? One thing that I've gotten from this weekend's client retreat is uh, our clients have amazing EQ. We're all mature adults and we don't just speak to hear ourselves talk. In fact, most of the time we're asking questions. What's your experience been like? Tell me about this aspect of your life. Competence, your ability to meet basic needs. Our self-esteem goes down when we can't provide for ourselves or others, right? A lot of people, I've, I've heard this before, broke is a mindset, okay? To an extent, I totally get it. If you have $5 left in the bank account, it's that's broke and I'm not arguing, but we can also raise that, right? Like broke, poor mindset. You, If you have the competence being like, man, sales is a skill. So just because I'm not making a ton of money, maybe I should go use the skill I have elsewhere where I can make more money. Family, how well you work in your family unit. Do you feel valued by your kids? Do they treat you like crap? Does your partner make you feel amazing? Do they build you up or do they tear you down? Are they supportive of what you do? What about your parents, your siblings, aunts and uncles, grandparents, whomever? And then, of course, we've got your physical, how you feel about your looks. This is important. This is important, right? And it's not shallow, but there's a reason we do our hair in the morning. There's a reason we trim our beards. There's a reason... I don't know. We just, we shower, right? We go to dentists, whatever it is. Uh, social, your ability to interact with others, very similar to affect. Um, one is interpersonal, I guess, a little bit more. One's intrapersonal. But either way, these are the categories on which we judge ourselves. And we always want to strive to improve on some measures. And we, again, we've spoken about this before. There could be a season where we're really focusing on just making our professional lives better. There could be a season where we're working on enhancing our relationships with other people. And then there are seasons, which a lot of you are in. That's why you're on this call. That's why you're in the program where you're working on bettering your, bettering your relationship with yourself. That is how we improve. That is how we become more congruent. So 
review the self-ideal that you wrote down, review the self-image that you have, then you will understand your self-esteem. And at the end of the day, be more like the person you want to be. And that's your Monday morning mindset shift. I appreciate you listening. If you loved what you heard, subscribe, like, share, and tag me in stories about this podcast. I'll share back. Until next time, the glass is always half full, my friends.